Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Coffee.com. 
Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. We're happy to have you. We're, we're, we're trying out a new format here at the top of the show. We're going to be doing sponsors up first who pay for this to be on the air simply because we've made a gigantic push into video. So if you haven't subscribed to Ross Patterson Revolution on YouTube, please do so now and watch the shows on YouTube. With YouTube's algorithms, though, they, they told us, they were like, hey, man, people are checking out right around the, the 28, 29-minute mark when you guys do sponsors. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You're right, man. Uh, it's an audio show and a video show. Uh, we can't do it for both. So we got to do sponsors uh, on the audio show up top now. So, so don't let that jar you. Uh, first and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Get a little BRCC in that cup. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee made with the hands of veterans. Uh, it's bagged up and delivered fresh to your mouth hole. Uh, big, big fan of BlackRifleCoffee.com. They got beans. They got K-Cups. They got uh, shredded beans. I don't know if that's the right. That's probably not the right terminology. It's probably grounded beans. But whatevs. Uh, love the BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That's yeah, a one-time use. Use it on the Coffee Club of the Month program, man. That's the fucking jam. And you get all the advanced uh, deals on all the new gear and all that other shit. Love BlackRifleCoffee.com. Next up, we got GhostBed.com forward slash drinking bros. But they look, they're doing both shows, man. Uh, we love the ghost bed. We hit them up and said, hey, man, we want to do both. We went all in on both. All of us use this across the board. Uh, my lady, my man's in my life. That sounds weird. My, just my friends, my beef fries. Uh, we all use the ghost bed. Love it, man. Uh, and, and since a majority of our audience is military and or first responders, um, they have a 15% off deal forever. So go get yourself a mattress. Treat yourself. Get a mattress. They get sheets. The the pillows are almost better than the goddamn bed. The ghost pillows are amazing. Uh, if you're a rag like myself, a, a civilian, uh, they look. They got a hundred dollars off a, a classic. They get two hundred dollars off a Ghost Lux uh, mattress, and they also have seven ninety nine adjustable base packages that's right you get the adjustable base you get the mattress the whole shit the adjustable base is like a goddamn craftmatic man except it's better um no assembly required you just pop this bitch open right out of the box and you're good to go it's got usb ports flashlights everything and of course as always a 36 month no interest pays you go program no one has that uh it's amazing we love ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros uh, go there now and get yourself a mattress. Next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz. Uh, we got orange. We got uh, lemon. We got ridge and make America grape again. Uh, huge fans of Strikeforce Energy, man. I, I fucking look. I drink so much of this shit. That I, I literally should just bathe in it at this point. Um, the grape is getting me through the days, long days, long nights, long grapes, long long grapes between my legs. That's not a thing. 
but man, maybe it should be. Uh, they get a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop. So you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That's good every time, and they ship everywhere in the entire world. We love the Strike Force. Kick the can. You don't need the fucking can anymore. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com right now. Do it, learn it, live it, love it, pop it. Zero carbs, zero sugars. Great for diets, too. Um, it lasts longer, five-hour energy as well. Uh, last but not least, we got StraightRazors.com. It's a clean cut. A smooth cut. Oh, there we go, Javes. You and your dirt bag ways. Uh, she likes me smooth like an Asian, like a little Asian boy. The only way to get that smooth is you use straightrazors.com. Uh, they got beard oils, mustache waxes, conditioners, all the shaving products you could possibly need to be a real man in this world. Uh, look, the straight razors are second to none. If you're worried about using a straight razor, you can also use a safety razor which uh, they have. And look, the blades are amazing, man. It takes about a day and a half off your shaving. Uh, best in the biz. If you're looking for a sweet Father's Day gift out there, get, get him a nice shaving kit. Kind of reminds you of like uh, shit from like Tombstone, man. It's fucking handmade. It's all amazing. Their smolder aftershave is my end-all be-all. I challenge you. If you do not like the smolder aftershave, you can kick me right in the gooch next time you see me. That's how good it is. Go to straightrazors.com for all of your shaving needs for a dude. And type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. And as always, we've got my books, When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It. And At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed. Those are available everywhere. Most importantly, the Audible is, uh, is on fire, dude. Um, the new one, When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It, is actually number one. Highest ranked Audible book on all of Audible. There's like 3 million books on there. It is currently number one, 4.999 on there. Uh, and I get it, man. Look, we hired a team of actors to to do it, so it sounds like you're listening to a movie. Each of them are about six and a half hours apiece. Uh, the Jabes is in it across the board. Uh, big, big fan of it. It's kind of like listening to a movie for six and a half hours. It's dope as fuck. Um, and again, we got an Oscar winner playing Harriet Tubman in it. Uh, although we signed an NDA, so we can't say who it is because it's too dangerous for the world. Now let's hop into the show, shall we? Good to go. Good to go. Good to go. Good we need a pep talk today, James. You need you need a pep talk. I do. I do. I just you know. I feel like I need one today. Oh. There's some mornings where you wake up and you just kind of stretch them on out. And you say, you know what? I'm not feeling my best. I need a pep talk. Yeah. I don't do pep. I'll try. Okay, sure, sure. Um, sometimes falling feels like flying for a little while. That's, that's, what, that's what you're... Is that a... No, not a... Work? No. Sometimes falling feels like so flying for, is, for a little while before you hit the ground. Yeah, what I'm saying is like, you know, when you jump either off the building or you're falling out of, you know, and you're, you're falling to, to your death. death, broken bones, paraplegic, whatever it may be, that little part oh, in you're between. Going, you're, you're going para. I would have said quad on that one. You're, I would have said full, full fucking quad, but you're yeah. going para. Okay. So, but, but you're dead. You're so, falling into the ground. Either dead or or completely paralyzed gotcha but, vegetable but 
Brain for, dead. For one but, brief moment. But, and I'm... You're I flying. I hope this makes you feel better. And it, so that, no, it little, doesn't. It doesn't. that little part mm-hmm. could be fun, no? No. No, it couldn't. Gosh, what is a pep talk? I'm um, still... What does wanna, that you mean? You want to Google that or... What does that mean to give a pep talk? <laughs> tell me what... Is it to just tell you what's happening? You just told me that for maybe five seconds to pretend that I'm flying instead of falling to my death. No, I'm just saying on the way down, sometimes it can be fun. Sure. Have a little fun on the way down. Okay. So you want people to enjoy right before their death. So if a, if a, if a plane happening. was crashing, right? You would say, yeah. hey. Hey, it, it could feel kind of fun for a second, right? Yeah, Ooh, enjoy that part of zero it. Zero gravity, <laughs> right? That fun stuff. We're just like, oh my gosh, the excitement of it. No. Again, I don't, I'm not sure. What a pep talk what is. What a pep talk is. Um, for me, yeah, I guess, I guess I always thought it was like, tell you what's happening to you. And that's it. No, no, definitely <laughs> not. You know? Now, what is it? Something like Rudy, you know, something now inspirational. Is it be, now, is it to be positive? Put a positive spin on stuff? Yeah. Is put it a, to lie? It's, it's a little Lionel Play world. Turn this frown upside down, you know? So it's a lie. Now, listen, you know, I cannot do that. I'm not saying it's a lie. Sometimes I'm saying it's a lie. Like if someone is I'm saying pretend to be happy. Someone's, you know, if a team sucks, if they're losing. Right. Don't lie to them. Let them know in the locker room. That it's over <laughs> at halftime, right? Look, now I, that again, now that would be on a good drinking bro sports. I let the listeners know, like, hey man, your team is fucking awful. You're done. Same with mine. If my team is fucking awful, I'm like, hey, forget it. Just push in. I remember I pushed in all my chips. I said, I'm done. I folded. Uh-huh. Gave up everything. Right. When the Falcons started losing last year during oh, game yeah. week four, I said, this team is fucking toast. And they were. <laughs> I was right. That was from Crazy Heart, that, that little pep talk that I pulled out. Was it really? Crazy Heart. You remember that movie? Yeah, big fan. The daddy of all daddies. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yeah. the head daddy. He's now talking without his teeth in. You know that, right? You know what? And, and who cares, <laughs> right? I don't care. I find it hilarious when no, he's I out, though, to hear him in he, interviews where he's just like, So I think he's oh, getting, yeah. It's, it's, very, uh, it's, uh-huh. it's very in the back of the throat now. Where it's just like, it's, he's it's getting very in the back out, there. And I don't think he's getting them back in is the deal. So like, yeah. you, every, everyone at a certain age is going to lose teeth, right? Is that real? Yeah. It is. Yeah. You can't just veneer it like Clooney and those guys. I think you can at this point. I think they all will. But, you know, Bridges Day, it was like, I don't know. He, I think he lost them. Yep. And, and he never just said, got fuck him. it, right? Yeah. Never right. got them back in or whatever. And that affects. The way you talk. The way you talk, the way your face. Yeah. Like, it's strange, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people think, hey, man, I could, I could lose a toe and probably go on with my life. No, you couldn't. Mm-mm. You couldn't. And like you see somebody like Crispy, like our good friend Crispy Avia, right. like that's a real fucking dude who's gone through some shit. And like, you know, him losing a toe, he he tell you to go fuck yourself. Right. But a normal person like myself, mm-hmm. if you lost a toe or the back row of your teeth or something like yeah. that, like, oh, it's gonna it's gonna affect you. But you don't realize it until later. So no, you don't, and nobody will tell you. Like I, I don't think one. anybody will tell Bridges. 
No. Like to his face. No, like, they hey, won't man. be like, hey, man. Jeff Bridges. You'd think his wife would. But I think it's right? sort of, it's a slow, so I have one, yeah. right? Um, I'm getting an implant put in, but it has been a while. Yeah. And like the way, like the way that I chew and stuff is like. It's weird, right? Different. So it like affects your jaw. And like how you talk and the way your mouth moves and stuff. Why did but you lose that tooth? But it's gradual. So instead of. Why did you lose it? Because you were disgusting human. What was it? What do you mean a disgusting human? I, I it's don't know. Instead of a root canal. So it was like uh, I, was, I was poor at one point. <laughs> and like um, pulling a tooth is 300 and root canal is 90, upwards 000. of 2000. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You said fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. So Little known fact, it. it's way in the back. Nobody really cares, right? Yeah, no, and I'll get, you know, I'm going to get it. Yeah. Someday. Whenever. When I, when I get a couple bucks in my pocket. <laughs> you've, uh, had, you've had more than a couple bucks in your pocket. You just don't want to go, I think. I'd rather get I just don't, close. You, I don't think you want to go, I know. <laughs> than a tooth, you know? <laughs> but they will, my dentist is loose, f- plays fast and loose with the scripts. So I should go. Really? Yeah. I mean, is it that Indian dude? Yeah, and he will. He'll. He'll. He's a weird guy. He's weird, but he just he'll just write it for if you go in like, um, and he checks your you do cleaning. How does it feel? Does it hurt a little bit? I'm fucking down. Just saying. I so, had that Indian guy, man. Mm-hmm. He right. He was fast and loose. He was weird. He was weird, but like oddly, his bedside manner is terrible. Terrible, but yeah. he's awesome. <laughs> His his office is great. His practice is great, right? It is. It is. It's nice. It's super nice. But like the way he talks to you is super strange where he's just like, hey, man, because I, I, I had a thing where I grind my teeth, right? Right. Um, I, for years, I wore those fucking mouthpieces and shit. Like mm-hmm. uh, it kind of looked like a, like a child's mouthpiece for Pop Warner football. It's kind of what it looks like, right? Yeah. You you boil it in water and then you put it in. You put it in your mouth at night. And after a while, I was just like, "Fuck this! I'm I'm done. I'm done with this." And yeah. I was like, "I'll just whatever grinding happens at night. It's so late. I'll never know. You know, until they're gone, and then I can just go in and get these fuckers replaced with veneers because I have a veneer right now. Right. I know the process. I know the whole fucking thing. So I'm like, eh, cool. So I went in and I saw him and I said, mm-hmm. "Hey, man." I heard there was a thing where they could insert uh, kind of like a cement on top of your teeth, you know, right. and just replace that. And he goes, yeah, that doesn't really work all that great. I just, yeah. I just wouldn't do it. And I was like, what? And I was like, man, you're, you're, you're making like you're losing money here by telling me this, you know, and he was like. I know, but he goes, you want the honest truth about it, brother? He was just like, just grind them down so that, you know, it's too sore for you to take anymore. And then just come in and get veneers, man. It'll probably save you a good four or five years from this shit. And that's what he said to me. And I was like. Did he say it like that? Because to me, he was just very dry. He was. Did the whole thing. And then he comes in and goes, all right, well, you need an implant. It's going to about, it's going to be about 3000. You want to do that today or, and I'm just like. The yeah, way d- that he dentists, talks Dentists is... don't give a fuck. They, they kind of are like car salesmen now where they're just like, hey, so you want to buy this? It's only like four grand down today. So That's what do you, you want to do? And you're like, all right, cool. You're, you're right. When I was in there, because I had to get something else done. I forgot. I, I think I got my teeth whitened. We were going to do live shows or something. Right. And uh, I was like, I don't know, two or 300 bucks or whatever it was. And he was like, great, I'm going to need to charge you before we do this. 
So they brought the nurse in and like rung it up. Yeah. Because that, that, you know, teeth whitening is considered, uh, it's not considered on, on, on your health insurance. Oh, of like, no, no, yeah, no, Hey, it's considered no. cosmetic. It's cosmetic for yeah. sure. And, but he was like, hey, man, I'm going to have you sign this and we're, we're good to go. Oh, and yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Oh, yeah. Um, but he, he just, I think, talks to everybody like they're rich. And I mean, I even said to him, I was like, hey, I go, dude, do people just pay that? Yeah. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> and this was a long time ago. So I was like. I mean, for him to say that amount and sure. then just be like, should I do you, so cavalier do you want, about it? Yeah. And just be like, do you want it on a credit card or debit or yeah, like, what yeah, do you? Yeah. And I was like, uh, uh, I was like, I have to go. But I did say to him, <laughs> I was like, you say that to people and they just do it. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and um, so right then and there I go, I like you. And then it was like fast and loose. He's like, at least let me just send you with a little coding, right? For your troubles. Really? Oh, he's, All I'm right. telling you, All fast right. and loose. Yeah, we, we love a loose script around here. We, I don't know how he is going to be now, right? With the... Uh, Who knows? Opioid crisis. It's, it, yeah, I'm tired of hearing about the fucking opioid crisis, to be honest with you. I'm I mean, sick of it. I, here's the thing, because all, all these people real, are dying but yeah. from fentanyl. Well, look, if they were getting real pills, people wouldn't be pressing fucking fentanyl and giving it out, you know? So... Yeah, I don't. I don't really give a shit about it. It's the same way with like alcohol or marijuana to me. For me, it's like the pills aren't the problem. It's taking the pills away from people who are addicted to them because then they're gonna do other stuff. Right, but there's I'm just faking it. Yeah, but here's the thing: the the cigarettes are addictive. Alcohol is addictive. Right. Pills, yes, are addictive. All this shit, though, you know, is addictive. Uh Like as a human, you're like, all right, cool. Food, food for Christ's sakes. If I wanted to eat 15 fucking Whoppers, I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love to be able to do that. I have to make a, but conscious, I would kill myself. a conscious effort. I'd, I'd die. A conscious effort every day not to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have to, when I wake up in the morning, I have to, what is this? I have to. Um, <laughs> you pretending to smoke a, I know, I was smoke a lipstick? My, I was holding my chapstick ah, like a cigarette for a second. I have to make a conscious effort every day. Not to eat the things that my my body and my brain and my heart wants to eat, right? <laughs> right. And it's a it's something I think about ev- all the time, right? Yeah. When you're like driving by McDonald's or thinking about what you're going to eat, or you get hungry, or you, whatever, I'm always thinking. For me, it's food, right? Yeah. So it's not a lot know, of people. It's not though. the same as heroin, right? But you have to make a conscious, you know. You make I, a I had the decision every day. I had not the shirtless. It, it's hard. Yeah, I had the shirtless showdown in San Antonio, and you know, we got in fuck. Both of us got in pretty good shape for that, right? Right. And I was f- fucking jacked. Um, God, goddamn, Dave shoots me from the worst angles of all time. So uh, on the Drinking Bros videos, I look horrific. But uh, uh, when we got back, I was like, man, you know where I'm hitting first. Little C's. Oh, yeah. Little Caesars. Oh, yeah. There's nothing. Because we were flying back from Los Angeles. There's nothing better than just a late night little Caesars for you and the kids, and you're good to go. That that crazy bread is legitimate, son. Legitimate. The other thing, too, about little Caesars is I know the tricks. I know the tricks of the trade over there. I never worked there, but I know the tricks of the trade. What do you mean? I know that you need, it is mandatory. Mandatory to ask for extra cheese on those pizzas. 
Okay. So you go through and you try to get that hot and fresh, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. I think I think that's the the new catchphrase they got. Where you can just drive up and it's already ready, and they just stuff it in your window. So it's You're the good opposite to go for of fresh. Yeah, it's hot and ready. Yeah, it's hot and ready. There <laughs> yeah. it is. Uh, so not nah, it's not bespoke. You know, you and you can scratch out fresh with ready, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's hot and ready. Nuke that out altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's ready. You can have it. But they don't put enough cheese on it. Sure, that's not for my liking, right? But you mm-hmm. ask for that extra cheese on there, boom, you're good to go. That is a fucking pizza that I love, and I'm in the minority on this one. Like. I'm a little Caesar's champion, but I feel like I feel like I'm on the way, way, way down. Um, I'm gonna tell you way down on the minority mm-hmm, scale. On the that pizza, one, I don't love it. The crazy bread, oh, you is love for my money as far as like side breads. Sure, <laughs> a, a side garlic God, I bread. Love a, I love a good side bread. I go, I go crazy Domino- bread first. I go crazy- dom- Domino second. I go Cheesy Olive Garden bread. third. Oh right, yes, yes, um, yes. And then begrudgingly, mm. begrudgingly, yeah. Papa John's after that. For the side bread. I've never yeah. had a side yeah, bread Yeah, I've, I've had it. I, look, I work there. I work there in high school. And I, I look, I hate Papa. He's gone now, by the way. Yeah. So I know. heard it's Shaq. Shaq is taking over for Papa on the board. So he's going to be Papa? No. Yeah, I guess he's taking over his okay. board seat. So he's going to be in the Papa position. You know, it's still going to be Papa John's. <laughs> Um, but you're so stupid. <laughs> what? He's going to be in that position, dude. Shaq dunking on people. He's going to be in the Papa position. Who doesn't want that Papa position? Hush. Um, but he's there and he's doing it. I look, I hate their fucking pizza. I always have. Right. Just not a, not a big PJ guy, you know? Yeah. But so little as you... Caesars, I get down on obviously, right? And I know the tricks of the trade and that. But yes, I I, I will give Papa I John's put... some credit at four for my side bread. For side bread, um, nobody asked me. I think we did this on a couple, uh, like episode two or three right. of this show where we did our rundown. We did. We do love to do a pizza rundown. Nobody asked for it. No, nope. we are gonna. We gave it to always them. give it to you. Um. So pizza for me always is going to be Domino's first. Right. Fast fast food pizza, right? I mean, we're yeah. not talking like we're, worldwide, obviously. This is so funny. That's exactly what you said in like the other episode. Well, uh, and two years You're ago. You're like, wait, wait, wait. Now fast. And I'm I like, wanna, what else are we talking about here? I'm like, oh, I wanna, I no, wanna I'm, not, I'm not saying the like audience. the one place in Brooklyn that's awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to clarify this for the audience. Fast, fast food Now, pizza. I would love to do a list like that. Again, nobody asked for it, but I would no. love to do a list of like we actually go to the renowned line around the d- corner pizza places and Barstool do that Sports list. already does that. So Pizza uh, Kings or something like this? Yeah, uh, I think it's Rate the Slice or whatever it is. I'm saying for myself, I would want to do that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a blast. It'd be a fucking so, blast. So, yes. No, I have not been able but to I, do I that. Don't, my problem is this. I don't, we've, we've gone to a lot of late night pizza joints all over the country. Yeah. I don't remember the names of them. Like, there's this place we've gone in Chicago twice. Yep. After a Cubs game. Yep. It's the we best. walk there. Fuck. It's about a mile walk. But it's. You guys, people in Chicago, you will know this. Ple- they'll know it. We don't. It's in a neighborhood. I think it's, it's like the only joint in that neighborhood that's, that's open. It's open late when you're leaving the stadium. Yeah. 
it, but it's again, about it's a like mile a mile walk. walk. Yeah. It's if you're on your your map or whatever, it's going to be the closest thing for late night from food Wrigley Field. From Wrigley Field. Yeah. So you guys, Tim, you probably know it. Um, Tim Morris definitely. Tim knows Morris it. knows it. He's our Chicago guy. Yeah. For sure, um, but yeah, that that like that place. I don't even know the name, but that's a that's in the top five for me for sure. And their breads were fucking fantastic. And if you're open later, and I eat your pizza past midnight, you're already bumped up to a five. Easy because easy. I'm obviously a little wasted. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you've you were open late. You're accommodating I'd, to I'd, me. I put that high on the list. Yeah, there was one in college that was open till like five a.m. Gumby's Pizza was the pizza shitty, probably. Um, but it was, it was like garage pizza. The but other it was night. yeah, it was open late. So I was just like, eh, fuck it. You know, mm-hmm. we would all, it, it always it, would, it always came down to Gumby's where it was just like, all right, great. And it was five larges for twenty five dollars. Uh, it, it was probably cardboard with cheese on it, to be honest with you. Gumby's Pizza. Did you ever go to NoHo Diner in L.A.? No. Oh, okay. It was like the late night. Everybody goes there after yes, the... I actually have. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. I've been there a couple of times. Um, it's all right. It's okay, but it's good for open late. You can go in there drunk, get the table. The waitresses know what's up. Yeah. Like you sit outside, yeah, yeah, smoke. yeah. yeah. Well, when when we smoked, when nobody we smokes sm- anymore. Nobody smokes anymore. It's weird. You're considered a dirt bag if you smoke now. I, I had this discussion with a buddy of mine who still smokes, Jack Mandeville. Um, and I was like, "Hey, man, how does he feel about that's it?" That's what I said. I talked to him. I was like, "Because uh, he came in, we were doing, uh, we recorded a show together." And he goes, uh, "I was like, man, did you just have a cigarette?" And he goes, "Yeah, can you smell it?" And I go, "Yeah." Always. And, and he goes, "Fuck, man, I'm sorry." And I was like, "No, no, no." I was like, "I used to smoke, man, for like ten years." And I was like, it's become such a dirtbag thing now that it's super, super rare. Isn't it funny that we thought we were getting away with it? Yeah. People thought back in the day, we thought we were getting away with, like, we smoked outside, sprayed a little something. Yeah, you're never getting away never with it. Never getting away no. with it. No. You can always smell it's when It's crazy, smoke. dude. Listen, do I miss it sometimes? Ah, I don't. I mean, you it, don't. Just the the whole act of it and the habit of it now where it's just it's it's become so hard. They've made it so difficult oh, for that, smokers. That part I like, don't like. But if there's like another walking out in the cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what I love about it now is like the you know, probably you with you know, you guys with gummies or whatever. What I like about it is the kind of like, hey, Want to go smoke? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, and like yeah. maybe you don't really want to, but it's this act of like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, and we know it's like dirt bag and gross, <laughs> but you kind of do, you know. And it's I found this a, like I, I shared found a pack up in the uh, the laundry room that was yours, I believe. Oh yeah, did you leave it up there? Yeah, I didn't fucking take yeah, it. Yeah. I'm not gonna throw it away. Yeah. Was it your sister? I, was your sister in town? No, no. Who was it? Who was smoking with you? No, it was me, and I think I was going. I was going somewhere. I was going to hang out, I think, with, like, Maddie, Chelsea or something, because Chelsea vapes, her boyfriend smokes. Like, there's still, like, a little group that sometimes there's a couple people in there that smoke. Yeah. So I bring a pack just, oh, and at book club, there's always a girl that's like, hey, Uh, you know, mom's at a table, we're drinking, talking about our kids, and all I want to do is just be like, get me the fuck out of here. 
Like, <laughs> let me do something that's like not about my kids, right? Right. Please. Yes, we went to that preschool. Moving on. Give me a fucking cigarette, right? Exactly. So there's that. But that pack I bought, I mean, at this point, probably four months ago. Poof. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where it's, it's like, it's just there. up there of like, I like to like have it up there. Do I ever smoke them? No. But it is the thing of like, hmm. if hey, somebody you know ever at, yeah. like came over and was like, hey, I'd be like, I have one. Let me see. They're like stale. Right? Yeah. That's the best part. You're like, ew, gross. Never mind. But you're like, I do. I do have a pack somewhere. How stupid am I? I know. But when I was- we need things like, you know, at a certain age with the amount of kids and the neighborhood. You no, need, for you sure. You need little things. I don't smoke for weed. Sure. I don't do any I, of that. I got that. a couple friends who started doing uh, nicotine gum. Right? And it just gave them a little ping, they said. A little like energy. And then what happens? Uh, then they kind of crash after that. And so. they cr- they start craving the gum, I'm sure. Yes. Like getting oh, addicted yeah, 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 to yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 no. Yeah, it's crazy. No, thank you. If I'm... Uh, it, it was never for the, like, ping of it. It was it was for the social aspect of it. So I didn't even really like smoking by myself back in the day when, when we would smoke. Now, this is a long time ago. Right. I would more like to... I like the social aspect of, like, let's sit on a porch, have some wine smoke cigarettes and it's something that could keep you in one place for a long time right because you're like we got smokes we got drinks you know you don't you're not trying to like move on to the next thing or whatever sure so i liked that part of it um nicotine gum it's like oh let's do some nicotine gum together outside yeah i smoked because i was a you know dirtbag writer partying and all that shit like i think too you did i mean it it did help and sometimes it helped in like social situations right it was like because when everyone did do it you go to a party and it's like okay maybe you don't know that many people you can always go outside and be like i'm smoking by myself like i don't need anybody smoked in la i felt yes and it was a con you know congregative whatever thing that's not a word but yeah but you get what I mean. Yeah, I do. So sh- so is it? You know what I mean? Right? So is it a word? If you, I said it, you got the meaning. Maybe it's not English language. But it worked. It um, did. No, it did. So, uh, so yeah, I, I guess I'm just trying to defend our, our smoking days. And, you know, everybody knows in L.A. at, the, at, the, at that time. Fuck. There's there's still events where everybody's smoking. I wanted to, I wanted to really ask, yeah I wanted to ask you about this because uh, the feds it says today are worried about uh, terrorism at Burning Man. Um, everybody the smokes last there. Place I would think. Gosh. No one hates Burning Man more than you. No one hates Burning Man more than me, and nobody doesn't care about it more than me. I guess. Yeah. Probably the terrorists are the only ones that don't care about it more than My I. My thing is this. Everyone who goes to Burning Man looks like a fucking Al-Qaeda member. Like, they've got towels and shit wrapped yeah. around their heads. Rudy's I mean, gone, right? Rudy Reyes? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's I'm gone sure, every sure. year. I, He's gone every year for the past... No. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. He has to. Craziest interview I've ever done, by the way. Oh, my gosh. But everybody... I love him. So do I. He was great. It was one of the... 
probably one of my favorite drinking bros of all time, if not my the my absolutely probably my my favorite episode out of four hundred. But absolutely. I looked at Rudy like you're right. Rudy is the t- your prototypical guy who goes to Burning Man and really enjoys the whole shit and soaks it in. But everybody looks like a fucking terrorist there. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta be wrapped up the sandstorm mm-hmm. and all that shit. Mm-hmm. You remember we we had a friend that went there, Brant. Yes. And like he has I mean he's just now getting back to normal. How yeah. many years ago was this? Remember he, he had that like a towel wrapped around his face cuz there's there's crazy sandstorms and all that shit, right? Yeah, so you start doing like the cool mask and then the wrap around <laughs> and the glasses like the um like old school steampunk. Yes. Yeah. Very steampunk. He wore a top hat with it. I'm like, "Why'd you do that?" It's elements of steampunk mixed with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like Willy Wonka shit. Mixed with, you know, Mad how Max. you think it would be to like be in Iraq, maybe Mad Max. Yeah, yeah Like yeah. all these There is some elements. military aspects of it, too. Right. You're just we're like, do- hey, we're man, doing it. You guys, are, there's a lot of camo there. Mm-hmm. Why you're going to see a, a, fashion camo. a wooden man burn and then listen to, you know, house music on acid. Like, what's the... Remember that guy that just ran into the fire? Was it last year? It was shit. We had the guy, you know, Chip actually, uh, he started a couple of those festivals back in the day for Burning Man because they, they lit a man on fire, you know, and that would start the whole thing. Yes. They light a big man at the end. No, no, no. A real man. Oh, okay. And then he would light the, yeah. So then the person would walk over and light the sticks on fire or whatever. Right. It was Chip. Chip who worked for me forever. Um, did fuck man almost every movie I've done except for I think range 15 mm. great guy to have on set um, he is- was the nudist yep he was the nudist who demanded mm-hmm. that his dick be out he didn't demand it he said politely to me hey man because I try to bring him on you know for uh, crew and, and stunts and all that other shit and for Darnell Dawkins mouth guitar legend and he goes hey man have you cast the naked man yet who's serving you sliced watermelon on a, a sterling silver tray? Right. Who's just circling you completely buck naked. And I was like, no, nah, man, I haven't gotten to that yet. Like we, you know, we're, we're just getting into casting now. That'll probably be like the last role I cast, you know? Sure. And he goes, can I be that guy? And I was like, yeah, I, he's like, no, it would mean, it would mean a lot to me and I'll cut my quote or whatever. And I was just <laughs> like, and then he told me the whole story if he's a nudist and then he went to Burning Man and all this shit. And I was like, fuck, dude. Uh, so then, you know, I loved him. Saved my life in that movie. I, I actually caught on fire in that oh, fucking yeah. movie. Yeah. We Hired him for the next story. movie, Pool Boy. Yeah. And then he was buck naked Pool Boy. He loves being buck naked. By the way, Pool Boy Drowning in the Fury is, is now free on Amazon Prime if you have it. Oh, it wow. is the most polarizing movie in today's society right now. If you go and read the reviews, 50% of the people hate that movie more than life itself. 50% of the people love it more than life itself. It's mm-hmm. one of those movies if you get, if you get it, you're in. Like you're you're in the cool kids club. If you don't, you're just a fucking idiot. You know, so we're right. just making fun of B movies. But you'll see Chip again buck naked in that. And that's so when you see that man's dick and balls out, know that he lit his oh fuck, he lit himself on fire in Pool Boy too. He pl- he played the boom guy. He loves it. He loves it. People love that shit, man. When is Burning Man? I don't know, James. I don't keep oh. up with, with Burning Man. I just read today that the feds were worried about it, and I'm like, you got to be shitting me, man. Everybody looks like a Please. fucking T-1000. 
terrorists walking into Burning Man. Yeah, please Good don't luck. worry about Burning Good Man. Good luck with that. I like if there's one event where you can't profile people, it's fucking Burning Man for Christ's sakes. They're all dressed like they're living in the fucking mountains of Afghanistan. Crazy. <laughs> It is crazy. I don't want well, to hear you that know, stupid oh, shit. God. Now uh, I'm going to start to have the nightmares, the reoccurring nightmare about being just waking up in Burning Man, <laughs> at Burning Man, no water, no water. I've got to barter my shoe for water, for a bottle of water because I can't buy it. I've got tons of money. I've got money just coming out of my pockets. No one will take it. No one. They only want no my water shoes. for you at Burning Man. Yep. They only want me to like do massage to get the water. And I'm like, can I just give you this hundred dollars? Nope. That's not how it works here, lady. Sorry. Lady. Sorry, lady. Talking about Bitcoin. Everyone's talking about Bitcoin. And you know, now it is just going to be just, it is, it's slowly, you know, because white people ruin everything. It's slowly becoming like your friend. Yeah. So it's like the richest people are the only ones that can really do it in style, they, Yeah, they right? come on the fucking decked up RVs. Decked out RVs. Shit. They've made their floats. They've got all the best Like drugs. Joaquin Phoenix will be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Where you're just like, oh, all yeah. right. But you'll, you'll be in like a tricked out RV or something. By the way, speaking of Joaquin Phoenix, God damn it, that guy has nine lives. Did you see the Joker trailer? When you're good, you can do whatever you want. Can you? I guess you can. Apparently you fuck, can. You man. can fuck off the academy. You can piss everybody off. You can be a crazy person. Yeah. You could be a dick. Yeah. You could not show up. You could fucking hate Hollywood. But if you are good. Yeah. You can live love forever. It. It's crazy. I almost love like the other part of him that it's like. I, I had that no good. interest to see that fucking movie. Like, no. After what was it? Suicide Squad. Because we went to that. I think we walked out of that. Yeah, we walked out of halfway through. Suicide I think Squad. because of Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah, to be honest. you were you were fucking pissed. pissed. And we're not even comic book people, but we wanted to see what the Joker was like. Yeah, and his. And I you thought, were like, "This, this is too much." Only because I heard how he was always in character and wouldn't yeah, talk yeah, yeah, to yeah. any that kind of bullshit. And if you're gonna pull that Daniel Day Lewis shit, you better be Daniel Day fucking Lewis, right? <laughs> and he just was like, it looked like he just threw it together and was just, who was he doing? Was who was he doing? I don't know. Uh, but the, he was supposed to do a spinoff movie, and then boom, the trailer for the the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix drops, and they canceled that movie. I cancel anything ever again, Joker wise. Man, that was a good trailer, and like, I, like I'll be sucked into seeing that movie. And again, I, I've that's when you can get me because I fucking hate superhero movies. If you can get me to go see a superhero movie, that's the you. real congratulations. Good for yeah. you, yeah, yeah. Where it's the story of one guy, and it didn't look like there was a lot of weird CGI or crazy fight scenes or whatever. It really is you know, goes back to back in the day when people looks like taxi people, driver. People like hearing the yeah, but they like hearing the origin stories of all these superheroes, which people die hard, people that are into it, they like that shit, right? There was a sweet troll in there for uh the the Joker's name is Arthur Fleck. Mm-hmm. A Fleck for Ben Affleck, you know, who was playing Batman. And like everybody's trying to decode this online now of like, ooh, what does this mean? Ooh, Did I they love hate him? It. Did they shoot the movie while he was still Batman and didn't know like what was it? Uh people are trying to figure that out right now. But 
he's not Batman anymore. I but I can tell you this, like anybody who thinks they're shitting on Ben Affleck with that, or is it for Casey because of his sister, Joaquin? No. Look, you want to go? You want to go? That's a big call, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because he fucked over his sister. Maybe. Maybe. And maybe he hates Ben. Who fucking knows? But I, I think he probably doesn't love that family, I for th- sure. I think when they shot the film, Affleck was still Batman, and I think it was a nod to that. That's I'm my sure. guess. Cause it was, I'm sure that's the easier answer. You, you have to shoot that. That shit is shot a, a long time in advance. Yeah. Like the, especially those superhero movies. I mean, that's that's big boy shit where it's like, hey, we're not just shooting this in two months and then putting it out like a sailor movie, you know, that's that's some real big boy. Speaking of big boy shit, Tucker Carlson, James, beat all of CNN last week, the entire primetime network of CNN. He beat in his time slot all week long by one million viewers. What do you do if you're over at CNN? You see that? What do you what do you say and do? Now one show and and look, I don't give a fuck whether you watch Fox News or not. I don't give a shit if you watch CNN or not. But if you're in a, you know, space race like that for the best ratings and one guy beats your entire network, will you just go I mean every democrat should drop out? At this point, I don't know. I and guess. wait till, <laughs> but right. You know what's weird is I, when I sat down and looked at the ratings. Ross Patterson Revolution is more. We have more ratings than a CNN show. Yeah, like more listeners. I mean, they you know they obviously count viewers and shit. But like, how how are you staying on the air? I guess, I mean I guess it's just traditional Trump media just... is fighting for their life. Yes, and they are not going down without a fight. And there is still a lot of people that only think of traditional media as, the, I mean, as the only thing. If, tr- so if Trump wasn't those in there, people are I, th- gone. I think those that like CNN and them cave, like they don't have anything. Uh, I remember reading something on this from another, it was another CNN reporter who saw the same headlines with the mm-hmm. ratings. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he put out a tweet and he just said, oh, it was a slow news week. No, it wasn't actually. That was when the fucking yeah, Mueller no, report dropped. That was... It was huge. The biggest victory lap since the election. That was a massive news story that you'd been working on, CNN in particular, for two years. And then he comes on and says, ah, slow news week, you know? Nothing mm, we can do about it. Fuck you. <laughs> That's Nothing we can crazy, do. Sorry, man. nothing really happened. Mm. That's fucking crazy, though. Mm-hmm. A million, I mean, one man just beat an entire network. How, cl- how close are they from collapsing? Um, I think once the older generation that just watches TV dies. Maybe. So there's still like a large portion and people, especially news, that only watch it on TV. My grandparents were like that. Mm-hmm. They used to sit down and watch like Larry King and all that shit. But still like your parents, my parents, you know, my dad parents, a little my, my bit. My parents actually don't watch the news. But they watch they watch TV like that's the yeah, way that yeah, they yeah. consume their media. Big Blue Bloods fans, my parents. right? So um, that generation, not, not my dad recently has gotten into watching YouTube news wise stuff. Okay, um, but not really. And so there's a whole. I mean, that's a couple years before that generation is is gone. Right. Um. 
and the the people like our, our age, younger millennials, younger millennials, they don't watch TV at all. So no and actual TV, TV channels. So, um, you know, that's it. It's just cycling out, basically. I mean, you're stupid to not do traditional media because you're cutting out a whole viewership, yeah. right? A whole yeah, yeah, yeah. group of 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 people. But I find it interesting when, when, you know, we travel so much. We go to these Airbnbs. And I, whenever somebody has cable, I'm shocked. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I watched the Today Show. Maybe you got to wait for me to die. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> t- today's show is different, I think. Um, I know. I, I almost like it for that traditional media feel. You know what I'm saying? They're not telling me anything I don't know already from Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I like them as people. <laughs> right? I like watching them. Sure. So... Yeah, but is that where I is that the first place, you know, something happens, you turn on CNN? No. Not for me. No. Cuz I know other avenues that are going to get me the real story quicker. CBS is making a big push towards the apps. You know, they got that CBS All Access. It's 5 bucks and I'm like, a friend of mine, Michael Raymond James is on one of those shows and I was like, "Man, what the fuck is that?" And he was like, "Oh, man, that's where CBS is headed." And then boom, the Jordan Peele Twilight Zone series dropped on there and I was like oh fuck I guess this is legit now so it seems like they're preparing where I feel like ABC and Fox is preparing because we we used to watch uh, Lethal Weapon on Fox on the on the app but like yeah I feel like like CW ABC and NBC are kind of just still fringy where it's like eh, watching online TV well who are they owned by Uh, Universal NBC yeah. is uh, ABC is ESPN. So some of the events, you know, I watch a lot of the ESPN app. Yeah. Now that they got UFC too, that's the jam. That's the jam, son. The jeezy. Yeah. Speaking of which, whew, what? See that that Connor Khabib fucking Twitter war last night was intense. I don't know, man. Connor Connor McGregor called his wife a towel head. Because uh, she's Muslim and posted a picture of her wearing a towel at, at like, you know. Wait, a, a, Conor McGregor called Khabib's wife, wife a towel head. Yeah. And then posted a picture of them together at, at their wedding with like, you know, she what was. Does co- Conor McGregor have? I mean, cover up. He's and then done, isn't he? Here's the thing. Khabib then posted to Conor. Uh, once you shut the fuck up, rapist, you're nothing but a rapist and posted some picture with some woman that was not his wife. And he had his hand up this this chick skirt. It got so bad last night that Dana White had to intervene and be like, "Hey guys, let's take this off of but social why, media." Again, Conor McGregor retired. I don't think he wants to retire. He's not. Well, clearly retiring. not if he's still fucking doing this bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't think he wants to retire at all. I think he wants that big money from that Khabib rematch. Um, and their why suspensions heading to an end. That's what I don't get either. Or is you know. I don't think that was staged, though. That was that, that seemed a little too far to me. Where I was just like, "Whoa, you're you're crossing gang lines now." Yeah, but Conor, I mean, he always he's always taking it there. Not that far. I mean, that's hey, you're getting into somebody's religion and wife and like you know, calling her fucking towelheads a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rapist is fine, but it's not. But I mean, look. He was, just, he? he was just he was just confused. Well, he was just uh, 
not convicted, but uh, arrested for it. Like there, there's allegations in, in Ireland. He was arrested for it. Yeah. So he's Yeesh. he's cooperating with the police right now over in Ireland. But I don't I don't know what the real story is. Who knows? I, I have a hard time believing that Conor McGregor really needs that. You know? Yeah. I, I also had the same feeling about Tyson back in the day where it was just like, eh, it's Mike Tyson. You right. Know? I don't know. I don't know what was what was what in that whole sitch. I'd love to get him on the show. Tyson? He's been out and about making, he's been doing shows. He's been doing the rounds, yeah. He did uh, Rappaport. Mm-hmm. Michael Rappaport. It was weird as fuck, too. He's just weird. He gets high, man. Yeah. He gets too high now. He was on, I, did I listen to him on Rogan as well? He, get, he gets fucking real high these days. He's got that cannabis company. And, you know, look, when I met him, when I met him, he was really fucking high. Really? Yeah. Just shook my hand for like a really long time. And it was just sure. like. Hey. He's just a puppet propped up at that point. Kind of. But he's, I look, he's still Mike Tyson. Like there's a, it's strange with him. When you see him in person, he's still really big. Where oh, you're like, God yeah. damn it. You could still knock my head clean off my body and there's nothing I could do about it. Yeah. There, there's an element where you're like, man, do you still work out or how do you, you know, how are you staying in shape? Cause he's still in decent shape where you're like, all right, fuck man. Right. You could, ju- you could go, you could walk into a bar and just rip people's hearts out, but he's stoned all the time. So you're like, eh, I think he has to be or else he will. He'll maybe, bite, maybe he'll get bite one, people's maybe ears. I get one punch stuff. in, you know, right. like he's so high where you're like, yeah, ah, maybe, yeah, I, yeah. maybe I could squeeze in one punch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a fucking awesome picture of him. He did because he's been doing like uh, signings and stuff like that a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he's been doing that for a while, but uh, this 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 kid dressed up like a little kid is is little little Mac, little you know, okay, little Joe, uh-huh. uh huh, the the fighter who fights you know Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's Punch Out, right? It's pretty. Oh, rad. that's awesome. Yeah, so it was a pretty rad picture. Sweet. Yeah, ah, um, I, that was my favorite game as a kid. Okay, that's why. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. I definitely. That's why I say it. I've played it. Um. I don't know if I would. I'd step out for that show, by the way. Which one? The Mike Tyson. I'd step out for that one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking to people super high and me worrying where their mind is. Yeah. Um, as far as like, are they still with it? What are they talking about? <laughs> their weird tangents. I can't. It's my least favorite. That takes you out of it, huh? I just don't. I. I would just be thinking, you know, he is so weird. He goes on weird tangents. He gets really high. He, you know, doesn't really understand what you're, what the question was and stuff like this. It's a lot of tears and then like maniacal laughter and like, mm. we were like, oh, all right. Yeah. Fucking A. Mm-hmm. Busey's so, like that. Where it's just I'd like step out for sure, <laughs> and let you two let you two crazy kids have some fun. I'd take it over. I'd take it over. It's weird though how like you have heroes like that, and then you know they're signing boxing gloves for you for a hundred bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's so strange to me because they they always seem like larger than life, and then all of a sudden. You know, boom, hey, I'm, they're right in front of your face and they're signing a glove for you like, yeah. like nothing in happened. like a weird booth in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt the same way. I, re- I read this thing about uh, John Lennon's um, P. 
piano during the, the Sgt. Pepper era mm-hmm. is up for auction right now where I'm like, how? How is that fucking... Po- how can you own that? Um, he wrote... So he wrote A Day in the Life on there. Mm-hmm. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Good morning, good morning. Um, and being there for the, the, the benefit of, of Mr. Kite. And it's like, why is... Why does somebody have this to sell? That's shocking to me. Yeah, where did they get? Oh, where did they get it? Maybe Yoko? Did she sell a bunch of his stuff? I don't see her doing shit like that. I do. It's it's weird. Um, I do. She's been in weird lawsuits with his kids for years. Oh, she's over rights to the music yeah, and she's shit, a slime and stuff, and and the estate, money. Like she's a slimy little. It said it. Look, it says it's his favorite computer. I mean, uh, uh, piano. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody's, it, everybody's doing shit on computers now. Um, every fucking artist, I feel like, is doing piano? it on a computer now. It's an actual piano. And that's why I say computer, because like the last time we were in a studio, it's all plugged into a computer now, where you're just like, yeah. hey, plug a keyboard in. Hey, plug the piano into the, the computer. And you're like, what? And you can, you know, it comes out flawless. You don't have to sit in another room anymore no. where it's just like, no, and then play it perfectly. Then you did. Um, but his last one sold, he wrote imagine on, on another piano mm-hmm. and that sold for 1.7 million. But like George Michael bought it, George Michael bought it, but who sold it? I think it was Yoko. Maybe. Why would she? I don't know. Because she's in his contentious. She's been in a contentious fight with the kids. Over money, so and he, estate. He, here's and, what it and says: property for years. The folks over at Gotta Have Rock and Roll are set to auction it off. I don't know how they got it, um, but that that right there is just like, man, you could write the, you could make the best shit on the planet, the most famous shit of all time, and then all of a sudden it's just like, meh, I'll sell it. It's worthless. Yeah. That's so yeah, weird who, to me. Who is it? Yeah. Who was it worthless to that they, you know what I mean? Again. Yeah. Like, how was that piano just like, eh? Uh, we could probably get rid of dad's piano that he wrote Imagine. What do you think? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have anything? Um, we're going to do a yard sale, maybe. Do you have anything you maybe want to? <laughs> I've got some like old, like a, you know, baby, like a bassinet that I'm not using anymore. I have. A globe, a bar globe I could put in there. I've got John Lennon's uh, piano, piano he from, wrote Imagine. From Imagine, right? You want that or? What do you think? What do you reckon? Throw it out there, see what we can get. God, it gives me weird feelings about life. It really does. Yeah, but you Like that all to- of this, this shit is so unimportant. I know we mentioned this a few episodes back, but it, like even this, I was like, nobody's, nobody sells that, right? And then boom. It's yep. for sale. Like usually the, the shit that's for sale these days is like weird shit. Like <clears throat> Tupac's last car is his last car. Right. And you're like a Hummer like, where you're like, eh, how did somebody get that? It, but I it's mean, a Hummer. Yeah. Like, I don't really give a shit about that. If it was OJ's Bronco, fine. But sure. They've been trying to sell that thing for years and they don't, they don't have a buyer for it. How much is it? I think they're asking a half a million. So it's just been sitting in this guy's fucking. That's not bad. So I'm saying to get OJ's. I know, and I wonder if it still has blood in it. That's my question. Mm, I don't think so. I would, it would have to. I they guess didn't clean if it. Whoever the police don't clean it after that. 
Who owns it and is selling I gotta, it? I, I've gotten three cars stolen in L.A. And you can go and, you know, whenever they find it, because they'll eventually find it. Mm-hmm. And you can see what they picked apart or whatever the fuck happened in there. They don't, police don't do shit to it. Like, once it's there, it's there. And you're like, ah, all right, cool. One of them, I got stolen. And they had robbed, like, uh, 16 other places, including my house. And um, uh, the I had OnStar. And it's exactly like the commercial where it's just like, oh, oh it's me. My car is stolen. <laughs> Hello, it's This is me. OnStar. They're like, sir, me. Remain calm. <laughs> yeah. Hi. You call the police. You call the police. Hi, it's me. <laughs> They're like, what? Two minutes later, they called back and they were like, we found it. We have your vehicle and the police are on the scene. And I'm like, wow. holy fucking shit. OnStar. OnStar for the goddamn win. And uh, so they were like, look, the, the engine is still warm. The guy just got out. This is what the cops said. This. So mm-hmm. they're like, we're going to stake this out for you know an hour or two. And they then didn't. probably not. Mm-mm. They're probably just a lie. They not told for me. one second. They were laughing like this. Yeah, we're gonna, and then they're we're like, hey, we're going to take this back mm. to the impound lot and then fingerprint it, you know, and get all the shit yeah. and, and whatever, right? They didn't do that either. They did that, actually. So that fingerprint shit was everywhere all over the car. Where I was just, just like, did, all right, cool. They just cool. did it. I'm probably. I probably just, <laughs> just spr- sprinkled it all over the car like they it was- stolen cars, I promise you, in LA. Fourth of July party. They do not give a shit. Yeah, probably not. Anyways- when I got the car, it was, you know, dirty as shit, covered in that and, you know, different fingerprints and all that stuff. And uh, they were like, yeah, you know, we, we couldn't find the, the crook or whatever. And it was like, no, there was a speeding, there was a ticket this guy had gotten. And I think he left his wallet in the, in the fucking passenger seat. And I was mm-hmm. like, this, this is the guy. Mm-hmm. They were like, look, man. And finally, they were just like, look. We're overworked. We don't have time for any of this shit. And I was like, all right. Okay. I'd rather hear that answer than nothing. Thank you for your candor. You know, the weird, the weirdest part about it was nothing was wrong with my car. So, like, I found a crack pipe in it. Like, two crack pipes. And you were like, thank you. Uh, 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 thank Steal you, Steal it sir. again, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get gifts. Right? No, but the weird thing was I took it to get it washed and that was it. So like, wow. you know, then you start, you're just driving it like nothing happened. And you're like, fuck, man, this is weird. I'd had that car like two weeks too in LA. It was a Tahoe, brand new Tahoe. Homeboy was just, they found it on a third street promenade, you know, mm-hmm. like a, like nice. Right. Like, like maybe mm-hmm. he was going shopping or something. Sure. Or the, or the beach. I don't, right. I don't know what he was doing. Right. Who right. knows? Who knows? But that, yeah, that's the weirdest part about it, where it was just like, all right, we dust it, and that's it. Go fucking get it cleaned. Yeah. We're all done with you. We're yeah. all done with you. Oh, your theory came true, by the way, Which? finally. Which one? I have so many that are ah, right. I have so many that are right. The good one. What? The theory? The good one of... Uh, not steal, like not wanting anything to do with old people and being taken. Where you, you've always, uh, you know, said, look, I never got me too oh, Okay. You never, you know, you never went through any of that. Like, am I not attractive enough or uh-huh, whatever? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. This, your theory is, is correct, by the way. That I'm not attractive enough. No, not you. Oh. But just like people in general, like picking over who they want to pick over. Um, there was an American that was kidnapped in Uganda on one of those safaris, like yep. you know the one that you 
always take with the tourists and shit, like mm-hmm, a famous mm-hmm. one, you know? Sure. So these fucking, I don't know, they're saying Somalis, but it's just, I don't know that region well enough to be like, oh, yeah, maybe they were, maybe they weren't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, they ambushed the fucking uh, Jeep. Or, yeah. Or, 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 or of what these it, tourists. Of right? these tourists, yeah. right? Um, they took a woman named, I'm going to say her name in case, in case anybody knows her out there. Why not? We have, we have a bunch of listeners in, in right? Africa. You never know. You never know. Kimberly Jeez. Sue Endicott, um, 35. And uh, there was four gunmen that, that ambushed the vehicle. Uh, it says various illegal groups from Somali Islamist to Congolese-based rebels sometimes operate in Uganda. But the kidnapper's identity was unknown. If it was unknown, why would you speculate with this, by the way? And this is Reuters. This isn't like CNN or something. Mm-hmm. So, eh, shocked by that. But they left an elderly couple at the scene and they were fine. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to do with them? <laughs> are they trying to get money? <laughs> they took their watch. That was about it. But... No, but are they trying to get money for the girl? Yeah, $500,000. The old people aren't worth shit. No. Nobody's, yeah. How weird is that? That what? Just old people are worthless. Gosh. <laughs> this is a rough one. I know there's a lot you want to say here, Japes. No, there isn't. Hmm? Just nobody's going to be paying. To, you know, you're not going to pay top dollar. <laughs> right? Yeah. Gosh, I mean. And it's she was 35, the girl was 35, if she was 37, no. it'd be a no. No, probably Nobody's no, paying no go. top dollar for a 37-year-old no. gal. Yeah. I wonder if they looked at her ID and said, ah. They go, you're right on the cusp. So we'll take you. It's going to be Maybe a Maybe one mil. dude will be into it. Yeah. Right? Likes older gals. Oof. No, I don't know. They're probably trying to get, you know, They're get money get from the family. She probably yeah, looked are. the, you know, most well off. I guess, but they right? left the old the old couple. Just fucking induced them. Yeah, bones, bones them out. And Later, just, guys. Yeah, and they're just like <laughs> by themselves. They probably McGruce. died. Yeah, we'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the floppity, Gramps. We don't <laughs> have time for your fucking I shit. I can't go. I can't go off on the old people. I can't. <laughs> Did you see these soldiers just carrying them through the jungle? You know, just oh, oh god. god, dead weight. Yeah. Just get, hop on my back. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, thank you. Hop on my back. Hop on my back. No, thank you. Hop on my back. No, thank you. Hop on my back. You know, where you're just you're carrying these two old white elderly people through the jungle. Uh uh-uh. uh. What a fucking nightmare that would be. Make sure they have all their meds and their fucking meds, SBF, insulin. 50. Yeah. <laughs> Let's face it, you're in Africa. It's hot as fuck. Oh. You know. That They've SPF got a hundred SBF. Fifty is running high. They need to eat something every <laughs> twenty minutes. A little something. Maybe, maybe fucking sooner. Mm. <laughs> mm. Nothing. But when I read that article today, I was like, "Wow, Javes, it came true." You know? No, and I do believe that they, you know, people find their victims based on, you know. Whatever, what they think, you know, I haven't been roofied because they knew I would, it wouldn't affect me. I'm yeah. so strong, you know, strong willed. 
had enough people around me. I don't know. All these things where you're like, listen, if you're a lady by yourself in Mexico in the wrong part of town, you know, then yeah, they'll yeah. single you out and go, you're dumb. You're, hey, you're a dumb. You're dumb. You're a dumb, dumb. You're a dumb, dumb. Yeah. Maybe I'll take you. Right? <laughs> What's up, dumb, dumb? Oh, fuck, man. It's crazy. It's crazy out there in the jungle, James. It's crazy, you know. I think you'd be I think you'd be stolen for what it's worth. I want that clear. You think you'd be what you think I'd be what? I think you'd be taken. Oh, how sweet. Yeah. By the Somalis? Yeah. Blonde. Thank you so much. Hot, yeah. You know? Yeah. You look you look younger than thirty five. Older. An you look, older you look, gal. You look, you look younger than thirty five. So I just wouldn't show my ID. No, <laughs> they ask for it, and you're like, like no, 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 no. I'm so young. I'm thirty two. You must take me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm thirty two. Speaking of old people, Kathy Lee. She's gone. I just need to say she's leaving. She no. was leaving today. I thought about giving her the revolutionary figure of the day, but I think we did it already for her. She was. I think we have. On the, on the way out, yeah. We have. She's a pro. Man, going through that footage today that they popped up was crazy. It's crazy. I didn't realize how long she was on TV, and I didn't realize that she was a legitimate singer either. She's she a won a. Yeah, she's a legitimate singer, and she's sings a lot but it's kind of she even said it she was like a lot of the albums i have boxes and boxes of sure at my house you know my mom owns a lot of them but they they didn't all right they didn't all sell (laughs) they didn't all sell but she likes to do and she's fucking rich so why not and you can just do shit like you can just do whatever you rent people yeah fucking fire off you know a christmas album or whatever you want oh my gosh if you're rich you can yeah, because all those Christmas albums videos, are. Yeah. Like, it's public domain, so it's free. Yeah. Where you're like, ah, all right, great. I'll sing yeah. Silent Night for people. Exactly. Fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> but. But she's been around for a while. I remember for while. her for the scandal, though, obviously with her husband. I mean, yeah. It's weird. He's been dead for a while. He's been dead for a while. Being married that many years, you know, something's going to. Something's going to happen. Well, right? he was a professional football player, the Monday Night Football announcer. You know, I think he was a stewardess with huge cans. I remember she ended up in Playboy. Like, that's... Uh, and, like, that's going to happen, right? Uh, not to me, but, yes, it's going to happen. You don't others. know how old was he? He was... He was older when that happened. He was. He was yeah. in his 60s, I think. Yeah, so... Yeah. If you're in your 60s, a young gal with big cans comes up to you... Biden. You know, Joe, you can Joe Biden. I think we would be able to get through it at that point. Yeah. I think you can Joe Biden. You can give a hair sniff. Depending on uh, how much money you had. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and just because marriage is the most important thing, I think you can get through it. Yeah, exactly. Depending on how much money you have. Yeah. um, The husband. But what she um, was able to do with her career was pretty astounding. I, I, again, you're dating back 40 years on television, something like that. But today she she goes off, right? So she just is this pro and she goes off on these tangents. They they're they're still coherent. She's not to the point where they're like all out there, but yeah. she did go someplace today that I needed. She was like speaking to me. And she was saying that 
you know, she mostly just wants to thank her parents who aren't here, here anymore, but they didn't have a lot growing up, but they were always really grateful and really always tried to have a fun time with them no matter what. So they like three jobs. The mom had two jobs. They were just working so much and never let the kids see that that was a bad thing. They just sort of were so grateful for whatever it was that they had, whether it's each other, a little bit of food, house, you know, and I think I need it. I just needed to hear that today. Like it was, she was speaking to me that these really small, these simple things, there's so, and there is so much, it's so noble, right? It's so heroic to me being in, you know, being a parent, having to deal with stresses of business and everything. It's so, it's so much harder to just have fun and be grateful. Yeah. That's the hard thing. That's the more heroic. That's what your kids remember. That's what Kathy Lee on her last day is being like. The, the thing that has stuck with me the most is that my parents never were, you know, stressed and striving for the next thing and greedy about something. They really were just happy with all of us together, whether it's in a shack and you're working three jobs or, you know, I think later in life, she probably was able to help them a little right, bit. Right. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. I needed to hear that today. Look at you. She was speaking to yeah. me that like, you know, I don't know. It's just so much easier to get stressed and to be thinking about the next big thing or we get, we get caught to- up in this shit all the time where it's just like, you know, none of this as you're going through it, it doesn't really seem like it's a big deal or, you know, you don't really take time for yourself or, you know, you're worried about what your kids think about you and all that stuff of like, Hey, am I spending enough time with them? And well, in your pursuit, the problem is like in your pursuit to try and make a better life for your family, you aren't spending the time right with them, you know? And I think that's, you know, when you're like I said, building a business, trying to, you know, get out content, do this stuff, yeah. travel, whatever, in your pursuit to try and make a better life for your family, in the end, they will only remember how, how much time you spent with them, how, you know, how you made things fun, how you were happy with them, how you taught them to be grateful. Those are the things they remember. They don't remember how you, you know, it's not going to be something that they talk about that you, you know. Worked super hard and got, you know, and we're gone all the time and got, you know, I don't know. I No, I understand what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? For I'm sure. not trying to make either one. I don't want us to feel bad, but it is, it's a reminder to just stop the pursuit sometimes because it, ha- they grow up so fast. Right. Uh, things change so quickly that, you know, remembering to. Yeah, like our, our, our child again. our child turned five today. Turned five, dude. I know. Took him to preschool today. And they all cheered him like a champion. And it was like, man, five, five years old. Flew. Five. Flew by. Flew by. And, and everybody always tells five, you that. Everybody always tells you that. And, and, you're, and you're always like, like dude, eh, fuck off. This fucking shit is taking forever. I know. I know. But it doesn't. No. It's wild, isn't it? Damn. 
Damn, Jabes. Uh, that'll bring us to the revolutionary figure of the day. Sometimes we just we just keep talking. We just keep rambling. Listen. Um, uh, revolutionary figure of the day. This one's a this one's a weird one today. This is an actual revolutionary figure. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we're throwing this way back to the Revolutionary War. <laughs> yeah. So the, there was a war hero, uh, Casimir Pulaski. I know you're a big fan. Love um, his earlier work. It, it's the father of the American cavalry who led the charge against the British forces. They're now saying was biologically female. I don't know if this is what? true or not. Yeah. Wait, so say it again. Sorry. The, 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 this Casimir Pulaski, mm-hmm. uh, who, again, is, is considered the father of the American cavalry, who led the charge against the British forces, they're saying is now bi- biologically female. So was dressing up as a they, They're saying they, they made the, this, this, and this is Georgia Southern, so I, look, they do good work over there. They claim the DNA testing, t- the testing shows that the skeletal remains was a biological female and that uh, he had an intersex condition uh-huh. known as congenital adrenal hyperplasia. Intersex, yeah. What the fuck does that mean? You're both. You have both. Creepy. They don't, they don't say hermaphrodite anymore. Why not? I, it's offensive to the intersex community. Shut the fuck up. Mm-mm. I didn't even know there was an intersex community. Intersex, so what, yeah. I, I don't understand. What, what, what do you have like... So what Born happens? Vagina? Yeah, so you have both, and your parents and a dick. Yeah, where's the so you dick? You have at? a vagina and a dick. Where, like on top of each other? Like one, and then there's like a hole under. It's whoa. Basically, <clears throat> that's kind or of. Or you a, have ovaries kind of and awesome. a dick. It's it's kind of crazy. So the parents, when they're babies, have to make the decision, and most of the time they cut the dick off. Right? They're like, well, you know. Instead of, so a couple, I watched this documentary and a couple of them kept the penis. We're like, okay, I guess like, I don't want to cut anything off like my kid. Right. But, uh, um, the ones, the ones that were like most pissed at their parents were the, the moms that were like, okay, I guess cut that off and keep it female. But they look now they're older. They feel very male, but they have a vagina and they don't have the penis anymore. And but they're they're both like they look feminine, but they're very male. It's it's they're both. That's crazy. And by community, you, I mean, you, there's what a do you grow a beard. Can you grow a beard with it? Um, it doesn't look maybe one of them. You I mean, at, at certain point, you start taking the hormones, right? Of right. whatever you feel. And especially at this point, you can. But I think the one I mean, the one that stuck out to me was the the guy was pissed that his mom made that decision at a baby as a baby man i think and they know more now to not yeah yes and they know more now to not and wait till you're older to see like what you're more you if i if i had both that'd be pretty rad that would be pretty rad i think yeah why not take both why not i'm sure there's i'm sure there's complications with that when you get older but you know, but you could still be a man and be like, all right, cool. Nobody's going to know I have a little pussy down there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's going to know that it's dark. You know, gosh, you really have a way of just simplifying uh, really complex <laughs> issues. <laughs> 
Look, I can be a dude. Nobody's going to know I have a little pussy down there. Nah, nobody's yep. going to know. And I think that's, you summed it up, and I think that's it. <laughs> and that's really. Uh, I think that's what, that's what I'd, I'd like to do. It all boils down. I don't know what they're all fucking complaining Me about, neither. basically. I think, Hush. I think, I think you, you leave them with both and give them the option. And then, you know, yes. and later on in life. What they now know. Yeah. Then later on in life, you'd be like, hey, which one do you want? Which one feels better to you? Sew up the pussy, right? Yeah, sew, sew up that pussy. I want that dick. Oh you sew up my pussy. Because, you know, at that point, you're probably, what, 18 years old, 19? Ooh. Voice is a little deeper. Sure. Just walk into the dock. Hey, doc, you're getting sew up that pussy. This dick wants to ride. Right. This dick wants to hunt. Yeah. You know? Ha. <laughs> so <laughs> uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Hey, Doc, I got a favor to ask you. I want you to sew up that pussy. Well, it's not going to be a favor. I mean, you're going to pay him, but yeah. this dick wants to hunt. I love you have a doctor that you can just ask favors of like that. Yeah. Surgery favors. Yeah. This, this, hey, this beagle. Quick favor. This beagle wants to sniff, you know? Right. <laughs> when are we done with this show is the only thing we're I'm We're done now, thinking. James. All right. This was fun. We're back. Uh, we're back in Wilmington. We're back home. It's nice. Oh my we gosh! Seventies for a long time. Oof. We left. We left it. Uh, we left the pollen and the shit behind. <laughs> we did, and then we come back right as it's getting to be seventies. Not so much. It's Azalea Fest down here this weekend too. Gosh, I hope there's enough. <laughs> the weather's been so weird. The azaleas don't even know when to bloom. <laughs> it's Azalea Fest. They always do this weird like country musician, and then. And a the rapper. Ice Cube. Yeah. So it's, it's ice, and it's back to back. So like, uh, and if, if for, for those of you who haven't been to downtown Wilmington, North Carolina, it's great. It's a great town. Totally great. Like they shot Dawson's Creek here in, in One Tree Hill. It's gorgeous. I love Wilmington. Uh, anybody military out there has probably rolled through here and partied. I'm sure. It's fucking awesome. But when they have this Azalea Fest, they try to make it for everyone and they throw a Friday night concert and a Saturday night concert. Usually Friday night is country mm-hmm. and then Saturday is, is rap. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Friday night is Hank Williams Jr. Okay. Which I'd be I'm fucking down. Yeah. Right? But Saturday night is Ice Cube. And it's like, man, you want to talk about two polar opposites. What was it last time? It was like Snoop Dogg and someone? Yeah, we, and we saw Snoop. We saw Snoop Dogg. Yeah. It was shitty. It was a it was shitty, shitty He show. was doing karaoke. Anybody with a backing track like that, mm-hmm. I just can't get down on. Um, it was fun to see Martha Stewart's best friend, though. And <laughs> uh, you believe they're still doing a fucking show together on VH1? Oof, you want to talk about selling the fuck out? Snoop has no problem with it. He's had no problem for a long time. I know, but he'll he'll go on social media and call people out and be like, "Dude, you're not part of the culture and the community." It's like. Hey, man, you're doing a VH1 hey cooking show with Martha Stewart. Yeah. And you have been for years at this point. So don't talk about being fucking true to this. Yeah, exactly. And he's got the Stevie Wonder hair where he's just... You know, oh, he's hanging on for dear life. It's, yeah. it's bald, three yeah, quarters yeah, of the yeah, head but back. But long and braided. Long from the, yeah. braided. And you're like, hey, man, just shave the rest of that shit off. Like Stevie can't see it. So maybe Stevie doesn't know. Well, I mean, Stevie can see shapes. He can see shapes and colors and probably at this point fully see. Yeah. Because he's rich. He is. He is rich. So I I think he can see. So he knows. Both of them know better. Just shave that shit at this point, you know? 
But yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to Ice Cube. I have no desire to go to. No, I'm not going to Ice Cube. Um, this or at this garden point, party or anything. And not that I, I, because I, I, I love, I love Ice Cube. Um, I, I, it's weird. I love both, like Hank Williams Jr. and Ice Cube. But um, yeah, I just don't want to. Like at this point of Ice Cube's career, I don't want to see Ice Cube. He's too rich to care. Where I'm like, yeah. what do you care about? But I, I heard he's got new music out, so maybe that's why he's doing it. I for sure don't want to hear Ice Cube's new music. Well, I mean, look, what I just is he? Don't, I'm saying for myself. Gotta be in his fifties, right? Myself. And my only problem with Doctor Dre is fifty. They uh, they only sell barefoot wine there. Oh, I'm not doing it. No, can't do barefoot. I'm not doing it. Why is I've that? I've done it for years. I'm not doing it anymore. Why? Why is that? Because it's cheap as fuck, dude. Man, but nobody, everybody, that's the worst hangover of all time. You, yeah. get, you get a hangover as you're drinking it. He's going to be 50 years old this year. Ice Cube is going to be 50. So. Well, cool. I, yeah, I don't, I, I have no desire to see a 50 year old Ice Cube. No. The only rapper at 50 I care about is, is Jay-Z. True. Jay-Z still puts on a fucking hell of a show. I don't Beyonce's, know how old he is. Beyonce's husband? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jeez. That's terrible. Yeah, he's fifty. He's gonna be fifty this year too. Jay Z's gonna be fifty years old this year. But I, I saw him maybe I don't know four or five years ago. He's great. So shit. I yeah, like Jay Z. I'd pay for. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go pay for Ice Cube at fifty. Yeah. I just, I just I just feel like it's gonna be a lot of back and track and you know. To me, I would feel uncomfortable. With all the southern moms that are going to be super into it, there's going to be a, a lot of white southern moms there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I guess that just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Same. Because I feel bad for him looking out at the crowd. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He doesn't know what Azalea Fest is. That is no. White he does not know what he signed up for, and none of them ever do. Late 40s. Who was moms. the last time Nelly? I think they he canceled oh, yeah. though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I think he did. I think he saw the moms and was just like, I'm, "Something I'm happened," and here. he goes, "He tore, he tore his bandaid off and just ran off yep, stage." Yep. So it's a moment that I don't wish. Again, it's the same on reason, any artist. Yeah. yeah, it's the same reason I don't go up to Yellow Wolf and tell him I'm a fan. Yeah. Because for him, I don't want him to have that feeling. Exactly. Of like, <laughs> hey, you're of like, oh shit. My moms love me. Yeah. I'm over. Yeah. Right. Yeah, either way, so, let's go. Yeah. we'll go to Hank tomorrow night. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, I'm down for Hank. I haven't seen him in years, man. I probably haven't seen him in 15 years, probably. 20? Fuck, probably 20. I've never seen him, so be fun. Yeah, he's great. And that would be fun. It would be on brand, everybody. You yeah. know, that that would feel good. Yeah, because he's old as fuck. So like, and he's you know, been performing to Southern Moms forever. He'd be, he'd be amped about it. I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure he's yeah. fired up for tomorrow night. Yeah, I don't wish I don't wish that for Ice Cube, and so I don't want to be there for that because <laughs> he's better than that. He doesn't need he doesn't need that. <laughs> well, look, if you're in downtown Wilmington uh, tonight, because this show airs on Friday, um, come, come on out to Hank. We'll have a drink with you. Come see us at the Hank Williams. Come Junior? see, yeah, Hank okay. Williams Junior. Uh, come see us downtown. We'll go, okay, we'll go and see Hank. And, and we'll go out with just you singing a couple bars of one of his songs. Okay? Boy, and- you know you know it's Monday Night Football for me. Like, he's still the dude. 
What is it? All my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. Like I, I like if if I don't hear nice, him nice, fucking doing nice, Monday nice. Night Football, I'm not. I I can't get into the game. Like sure, I need to, I need to hear that exactly. Yeah. And like you know, there was a period of time when they brought in like Carrie Underwood and some other people to do covers of it, and I was like, get the fuck off get my lawn. Get out of here, you shit. Yeah, sh- you little shit neck. What am I? You little shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very aggressive. You <laughs> get out of here, you little you little shit. shit. Little shit. Like take a, your shit yeah, out of here. It's a mom. It's a mom telling you to get out of here, you little shit. Come see us at Hank tomorrow night down in Wilmington. Uh, we'll have some beers and some barefoot and call it a fucking night. For Jesse Wiseman, aka the Jables. This is The Revolution. Subscribe on YouTube. We're making a big push in a video this year. Subscribe to the show on YouTube. Good night, everyone. Good night. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.